This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Field Notes brand. USA made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrand.com or 400 North May. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is dear friend Joe Feldman. She has been a friend of mine for many years. She's coached me on more than one different improv team, and she's generally just been a joy to see around and be a part of the same community together. Uh, she's just so lovely and positive and sweet and funny. At that, it's just great to get to see her perform and to get to sit down with her for an hour and talk about her love of the cult classic Gilmore Girls, a show that I do not think I've ever seen an entire episode of. So huge fans of the show, forgive me. We didn't really get to get into too much of the nitty gritty just because I was unfamiliar. But I think we had a good time kind of jumping around, talking about different characters and and why uh, why this show is satisfying despite uh, complaints, I guess, from people who, um, oh, it's too talky. Um, everyone's talks so fast and referentially. Uh, Alexis Bledel is annoying, etc. Uh, we kind of cover a lot of those things. So even though... Joe is a big fan. She still has the uh, self-awareness and uh, creative awareness uh, that the show has its faults. But some of those things she cites as uh, kind of inspirations for her own work as a creative person, a writer, uh, that were interesting to me in a way that I wouldn't have expected. So I think this is a great conversation. We also get into some unpopular opinions about other things besides Gilmore Girls because we just don't give a fuck. If anything, this conversation was a celebration of just liking the things that you like and being obsessive about them and revisiting them and enjoying them regardless of what anyone else's opinions are about those things. And... I couldn't be happier about that being the main idea of this conversation because I'm a big proponent of all of that. I'm also a big proponent of... (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) These segues just get worse and worse. I hope people actually, like, enjoy how ridiculous they are instead of thinking that they're mostly sincere. Anywho, I'm also a big proponent of uh, my sketch group, The Nerdalogs, and this... Friday, we are launching a Kickstarter for a card game that we created together called Fisticuffs. Uh, If you want to contribute to the Kickstarter, all you got to do is slap two zero dollars into the pool and we will ship you a card game that we made, a finished product. Uh, so that is pretty fun. If you don't want a hard copy, you could pay $5 for a PDF copy printed out yourself. Um, that's the only things that are on the Kickstarter. We just want people to have our game. We are not trying to give you a Fisticuffs t-shirt or, like, 
uh, send you a thank you note or whatever. We just want to put the game in people's hands. So um, if you're interested in that at all, or friends, or maybe don't have the Kishola to contribute right away or at all, but want to come play the game, or hang out, or um, maybe you want to see what the game looks like first before you contribute anything to the Kickstarter, well, you're in luck. At 8 o'clock this Friday night, which is May 29th, at the Offices of Cards Against Humanity, that's 1917 North Elston, in their theater space, we will be having a launch party for the Kickstarter. So everyone from the group will be there um, and just hanging out, drinking some brews, having some party snacks, um, playing some other Kickstarted games, playing our uh, recently launched Kickstarted game, Fisticuffs. Uh, got a, a few other surprises and little events planned. If any of that sounds enjoyable, please participate. Um, you can look for more info on that at our website. And uh, keep an eye out for that Kickstarter link to come out Friday morning, and that'll be open for the next month. So I'll probably take a little break east from talking about it too much, and then towards the end of the month, if things are looking uh, like they need to be talked about more, we'll revisit. Uh, but yeah, I, you guys didn't really need to know that. Uh, after the party, I will be going to the Playground Theater, uh, for a 48-hour improv marathon. That is going to be this weekend. It starts at 7 p.m. on Friday, finishes at Sunday at 7 p.m. It's all going to be uh, chaotic and ridiculous, and uh, there will be a certain group of core performers there for most, if not all, of the entire weekend, and uh, I will be, like I said, joining after that Friday night party. So if you have any interest in seeing a bunch of people who are trying to improvise for a couple days straight without anything in the way of breaks except for little cat naps between sets... Then come on over to the playground, throw in five bucks, you get to watch two hours of the marathon, or throw in 25 bucks, and uh, you can come and go as you please the entire weekend. There's going to be some beer. Both of these events have beer from Sweetwater Brewing, so that's pretty cool. Um, and I know what you're asking yourself, but where does all this money for such a silly thing go? Uh, half of the proceeds will go to the Playground Theater, and half will go to the Inspiration Corporation. Uh, it helps people who are affected by homelessness and poverty to improve their lives and increase self-sufficiency through the provision of social, social services, employment training, and placement and housing. Uh, so not only is it going to be a fun marathon event with each hour featuring a different team from the Chicago community, uh, including some faves of mine, Seriously Unprepared, Desperado, Brandon Dowling, TNT, The Boys Town Pregame, uh, Daddy, Winter Formal, Spider in the Car... Improvised Lifetime Movie. I'm just looking at this list and throwing out names at this point. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I might die, you know? Like, I could just die. 
that happens, right? If you, uh, all you do is take little cat naps over the course of two days. I don't think that happens. Uh, I think I'm gonna be fine. I think I'll just be real sleepy. Anywho, that was a lot of rambling, but that's what my weekend looks like. And, uh, if you're within the sound of my voice and any of that sounds interesting, please come check it out. Uh, the, the more information about the 48 hour improv marathon can be found at the playground theaters website. That's the playground Thank you so much for listening to all this. Enjoy MBSing with Joe Feldman. Uh, Thanks. I know I'm so you've been on my list of people. I've wanted to do it for a long time. That's so nice. Cause I think I'm honored to be here. Precious and great. You're and precious. I don't get to see you enough. I know. I miss you. I know. We used to see each other all the time. I know. That's how my life sort of is right now. I just really? don't see anyone I want to see yet. Yeah. I mean, I see some people, but yeah. not everyone. I know what you mean. I think I. It, that's what happens when you start to kind of like prioritize certain things over others. Yeah. Is that one of the drawbacks is that you feel like you things. don't see yeah. anyone. Yeah, I'm like touring. I feel like yeah. I'm out of town so much. I can't imagine. I always feel like when I'm at I.O., I'm like, who are all of these people? And they probably look at me like, oh, is that some girl that who's just that like woman? comes on? Yeah, who's that old lady? <laughs> who's that old bag of bones? See, I had like almost the opposite reaction. I think it was that particular night, though, because it was like two shows mm-hmm. going on concurrently where I just knew a lot of the people involved yeah. in both. And I stepped out of the theater and was just like, oh, Oh God, I know everyone here and yeah. I just want to go home, but yeah. they're all such good people. You yeah, know what I mean? Hi to everyone, <laughs> yeah. chat with everyone. Yeah, and it's know. like there are people here that I haven't talked to in ages, but totally. I just want to no. go sleep peace. But I want to talk to be people. Be on my couch. Yeah, yeah. I've, I feel like I am just starting to be that person. I think yeah. for a long time I was Welcome. just the person who was like always there and I know. around. And I've accepted doing it. Things. I'm like, I like being at home. Me too, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think it happens when, you, when you're in a happy little relationship as well. I think well. that helps, yeah. Uh, but I've always the, liked being at home. But like having <laughs> someone waiting for you at home is also very Yeah, lovely. that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And I think I uh, my significant other is more of a homebody than I am. He's so cool. We did level great. one together at I. I think he told me that uh, recently. I need to email him. Do it. I did. We like. I feel like Mike and I dropped the ball when I went to Alaska. Oh, we need to, that'll we're do it. Meeting on Thursday to pick, Talk, pick the you ball and up. Yeah. Cool, cool. I mean, he's. He's just, uh, I feel like a lot of people will do that. Where they'll be like, oh, man, I really want to work on this. And he's like, cool, let me know. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> he just kind of like, has to wait. Ugh, logistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very so, hard. So there are things, there are projects that he's, like, taking on himself. Yeah. Just to be able to, like, <laughs> actually have something, have something yeah. that he has, like, control over. He's working on something with Adam right now, kind Adam of. Shrek? Yes. I know that little monster. Newly engaged. He's getting married. We knew. He They're adorable. We really? Saw, we saw the ring. Oh, adorable. Yeah, it's really exciting. She's the best. I love them both. Yeah. Very much. Well, I mean, we don't have to talk about other people I anymore. don't want to talk about Adam <laughs> Shrek at all. Are we already recording? Yeah, but Let I can use know. this or not. I don't want to talk about Adam Shrek. <laughs> That's how I will start the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My guest today is a well-known Adam Shrek hater, Joe <laughs> Feldman. <laughs> Oh boy, that's me. <laughs> and she's here to talk to me about her love of the uh, cult favorite, I would say. Yeah, oh yeah. Television show, Gilmore Girls. The best show ever. <laughs> wow, big words. Well, 
I don't know. Your favorite show ever? I mean that. It's my favorite show that I can watch over and over and over again. That's fair. And I never get sick of it. What is the origin of your love for Gilmore Girls? Well, I had seen, I think, an episode or two when it was originally airing, and I had no interest because the dialogue is really fast. So fast. So fast. And I was like, I don't can't care. listen to all these words yeah, too much. <laughs> very high reference like yes. so many cultural references in a show okay and then um it's like how do you process all of this yeah it's too much it was before. too much in my tiny brain <laughs> and then my brain grew. when did it start ish i feel like i was in high school yeah that's what i was thinking too 2000s early yeah. 2000s um but i i was in israel for a winter break in college mm-hmm. and i it was raining every day and I was staying at a friend's apartment and I didn't want to go outside for some reason and she had a collection of Gilmore Girls DVDs so I started watching the first season and then I carried that with me home and kept watching. Literally or no, like figuratively? In my heart, emotionally, Got it. <laughs> emotionally carried it home. Finished it out strong and then I realized How much did you watch while you were still in Israel? I bet I watched a full season. Okay. How many... I don't want to make it sound like I didn't go outside in Israel. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it was raining. It was really rainy. What better thing to do than discover a show that you thought was too talky the first time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You don't I have anything no else to think about. Yeah, there's nothing to think about in Israel. You know, it's such a boring... <laughs> place jerusalem itself so bland <laughs> devoid of culture religious. nothing going on yeah, of any no diversity yeah Ugh, no so drab <laughs> so i had to watch mcgillmuggles <laughs> man i love that show and then i realized when i got home that gilmore girls airs on abc family or it did at least at the time at 10 a.m and 4 p.m every day i was gonna say all the time all the but time. 4 p.m is probably when i would like come home yeah. and want to be watching something else on ABC Family and be like, well, it's Gilmore Girls. And I was like so excited to watch like a double header of Gilmore Girls and Everwood and I dream about yes, boys. Yes, Everwood. Yeah, I, li- I liked that show too. I guess Me I too. Chris Pratt's start on TV. Yeah, and he was like dumb. He was just like the dumb. Super dumb. Bozo brother. Yeah. Um, he was not the babe on the show. No. Mm-hmm. And now... He's a total movie babe. star, yeah. total babe. Yeah. Everyone loves him. Yeah. That guy. But I think you could see the like beginnings of it. Like for I think sure. he was very fun and like a oh, yeah. great addition to great that support, show. Which is the same for Gilmore Girls. Melissa McCarthy is a yes, supporting character. That's right. The entire series. Good segue back to Gilmore Girls. Thank you. <laughs> it's always on my mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely wanted to talk about Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. She has to have been someone who, throughout the show, everyone was... What's her character's name? Isn't it kind Suki. of silly? Suki. Suki St. James. <laughs> Suki St. James. Yeah. Everyone has to have loved Suki. She's like the kooky chef that's always getting in trouble. Yeah, so for the people who... I'm, like, familiar enough with the show yeah. to know kind of who the main people are and, like, what the deal is, but do you want to give, like, a few sentence sure. summary? Gilmore Girls is an exploration of a mother-daughter relationship Uh, The protagonists are Lorelai Gilmore and her daughter Rory Gilmore. And Played Laura, by Lauren Graham. Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel. Bledel. <laughs> she never, honestly, never been a Rory person. I've always been a Lorelai person. Okay. But, uh, so Lorelai has Rory at the age of 16, and then the whole show is about them when Rory is 16, and then she goes through high school and college, and it's about their relationship with the grandparents, and then all the people in the town, and 
Because it's a pretty small town, right? Very small town. And they, Stars Hollow. Stars Hollow. Yeah. I knew it had a very specific. No Jews in Stars name. Hollow. That's what I've noticed the last time I watched. I was like, hey, there's one rabbi. That's it. That's kind of funny uh, in terms of what you suggested that you thought your uh, topics might be. Because oh, yeah. one of them was literally like uh, Jew- new contemporary Jewish comedy. Yeah. Which is like. <laughs> so stupid. Um, no, which I thought was like the examples you gave us. I haven't seen Transparent yet. Oh, but it's so good. I so loved Jewish. Too. Obvious child. I loved Obvious Child. I loved uh, Jenny Slate. Yeah, transparent is like at the top of the list. It's of so good. You should watch it. It's Eric on Amazon. I, watch. I know. I need. I know. But it's funny that it's so those good. those two things were like right next to each other. Well, <laughs> Gilmore I, Girls, not a Jew. But like, it's so weird because I feel like Gilmore Girls is like inherently Jewish to me, and I think that just might mean like reference heavy and sure. like having overbearing parents. I was gonna say, and a big mother and a big relationship. Mother relationship, yeah. Uh. I think you did a great job of summarizing it. Do they? So she, so Melissa McCarthy's character is a cook. Do they like? Yeah. Own the restaurant. What's the deal with the? So, so Lorelai and Suki are best friends, business partners. They open up an inn together over the course of the series. Yes. And Suki's like the business partner, but she's also her big thing is she's the cook. She's the chef. Love that. And she's like always injuring herself. It's so great. I think, I mean, I'm just thinking about Melissa McCarthy's character in Bridesmaids and how much of a, like, life coach slash, like, great friend she is. Yeah. And I feel like that would just be a joy to watch. (laughs) Yeah, and she's, like, not even, she's funny on the show. She's not kooky, but she's, Mm -hmm. like, definitely comic relief, but far more grounded than the Melissa McCarthy we see now. Cool. It also makes me feel like when people talk about Melissa McCarthy, like, blowing up out of nowhere, I'm like, no, she was, like, steadily working for a decade. Yeah, I feel this. I feel like they're. I mean, you could say the same thing about Chris Pratt. You so know, true. like he. They were all just not stuck only in the WB. <laughs> that's they so funny. Locked in the WB. <laughs> not only was he on Parks and Rec for like a number of seasons before yeah. anybody really started paying attention to him, he had been. He was on Everwood. Stuck on the WB. Stuck, stuck on the WB <laughs> with that frog. <laughs> Do you remember the WB Frog? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. I think he has a specific name. He does. Like, He's actually a girl I grew up with, Casey Coden. Her dad, Ron Coden, is the voice of that frog. Shut up. It was like a big cool thing. Um, Fun fact. Some, his name is like Clancy T. <laughs> I don't know. Wadsworth. Like he has a uh, silly it's name. Katie Wadsworth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's another fun fact that's true. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Katie Wadsworth. <laughs> 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 Let's just go slowly uh, working a member of uh, Vinkman as we go on through the podcast. Okay, we've already we, we already hate Shrek yeah. and we already I, I love like Katie. yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan and Kellen Terrett are. I the went last on a team. run with Ryan Ben this weekend. Oh yeah, I didn't go with him. He was much faster <laughs> than me, but he participated <laughs> in the run and finished it before me. Um, organized by other members of the comedy community. Yeah, that's so cool. Very fun. Um, I was not invited, but I'm oh. not a runner, so I don't think I would have done I'm it. I'm not anyway. a runner either. That every time I run, I remember that I hate it. <laughs> Me too. But you still do it. I did it. Yeah. Did you five? I did five. Five miles? I did five, and then I ate like I had done ten. <laughs> like the following 48 hours, I was like, I ate. I just ran five miles. So I, I earned this. I earned everything. Yeah, I do that because I bike everywhere. I'm like, oh yeah, for sure. I just, 
I'm just all about rewarding yourself. <laughs> That's what I should have actually talked about, just <laughs> treats. Um, okay, so uh, we got – I did Lauren Graham really do I, – I feel like she had been around before – I think so. Good more girls. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't. I don't know. And I think I Alexis know she's done a little Broadway, but maybe afterwards. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I just, just love her so much. Me too. I think she's so interesting to watch. She's a great actress. Have you watched any Parenthood? I watched the first season, and I know I need to pick it back up. You, I think, would really love that show, yeah. based on what you've said about Good More Girls so far. Her relationship with her daughter, who is played by Mae Whitman, oh, yes. on that show, mm-hmm. is very similar in the sense that uh, she had her when she was really young. She's a teen when the show starts, and oh, so okay. she's trying to like navigate her through through stupid teen things and she's kind of a rebel and she's like oh you're so much like me and all this stuff and it's so good i should watch it i actually i listened to a podcast called gilmore guys oh i've heard of this Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's two guys talking about gilmore girls yeah adam levin told me about it adam levin listens to it i think i I think his like sister told him about it or something like that yeah but they had sarah ramos on the show and she's on parenthood she's like I couldn't tell you who she plays, but she's obsessed with Gilmore Girls and works with Lauren Graham and has to like navigate. Oh, fandom. that's so funny! Yeah. Sarah Ramos is a familiar name to me, but I can't picture like who she was on the show. I don't know. She talks about Mae Whitman a lot on that podcast. Uh, I, um, my birthday is like the day after Mae Whitman's. Like we're like almost exactly the same age. Wow! So whenever I and I think she's a great actress too. Yeah. So I, sometimes when I watch Parenthood, I'll just be like. Mm. Lauren Graham is like my mom. She's just kinda. like your mom. <laughs> <laughs> your mom is just like Lauren Graham. But you have to have that relationship to it too, because I know you're super close to your your mom. I love my mom. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't have like a Gilmore Girls relationship because right. we have a. I would say like a more um, like typical age gap between us. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and I and I have a dad too, <laughs> so it's a little different because there were two parents in my house. But um, man, I love my mom. I talk to her all the time. Mm-hmm. I actually had a dream that she died last <gasps> night. It was horrible. No, and I woke up sobbing. And then I called her, and I didn't want to tell her I had that dream yeah. because she's also like me. We're very like crunchy and like what do dreams mean? And I didn't <laughs> want to like freak her out or anything. So I just. I was like, what's up? She was like, what's up? We talked yesterday, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, I know. In. Just just making sure but everything's cool. Just wanted to see what happened in the yeah. last 24. Just <laughs> making sure everything's as it should be. Is it the, uh, have you ever like showed, uh, shared the show with your mom? I feel like she's watched it, but yeah. no, I don't think so. I think I've, I, my brother was really hating on me about Gilmore Girls. Really? And then... It is independently a sh- got into it. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Because I do think it's a show that gets a lot of um, flack. Yeah, people are skeptical. Yeah, I haven't, I have never seen an entire episode. I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. Uh-huh. And I could, I mean. I remember when so it came good. to Netflix, there was a big rousing, yeah. like, my weeks are gone. Yes. Gotta watch all this Gilmore Girls. And I was like, well, yawn. I've been watching it every day for the last <laughs> 10 years. But love having access to it on the road. Yeah, that is very convenient. Yeah. How many seasons are there? 
I think seven. And the last season was done, uh, the creator, I don't know, I don't remember what happened, but the creator, Amy Sherman Palladino, left. Whoa. And then, then they did the last season without her creative input, so it didn't go as she had originally planned it. Whoa. It's not as good of I was going to say, is it wonky? It's Does weird. it feel wonky? Yes. I feel like they do things they wouldn't normally do. Like, they go to the gym, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Their whole thing is eating and, like, being lazy and just, like, being effortlessly thin while eating and being lazy. I don't want to see them at the gym. That's so funny. Yeah, they're, like, girlier than they should be. Do you feel like it's, um, oh, well, that's fun. That makes it sound fun. Yeah. Is for them to just be, like, <laughs> eating and hanging out. Oh, yeah, I think that's also what's, like, so Jewish is, like, they're very food-oriented. Like, they're always talking about their current meal, their next meal. Mm-hmm. And that's something I relate to. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And and to have someone as fun as um, Melissa McCarthy being the kind of, like, linchpin in that whole oh, food process. Best, yeah. <laughs> she's always cooking them up cool food. They don't want it. They want Pop-Tarts. That's the best. <laughs> What are some of your favorite like um, arcs or storylines? Ones well, that you really the Luke and Lorelai storyline is very compelling. He's the diner owner. Ooh. He's like my original. I feel like my original male crush of like I get. I guess not original because I was probably twenty when I watched it for the first time. But like, that's <laughs> yeah, I was but like, that's f- a man, right? Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's a man. Um, mine. <laughs> I don't- I don't know if this is accurate for the same uh, for the same instance. I was probably a little younger than twenty ish. Uh, to I would say an accurate person for that to be was probably uh, Adam Scott. But while he's on Party Down oh, before yeah. he joined, I was just like, "Damn, I couldn't not get enough of this guy." Yep. And then when he joined Parks and Rec, I lost my mind. Yep. Um, but before that, when I was in high school, I was really into Willem Peterson from CSI. <laughs> <laughs> He played Gil Grissom. <laughs> I don't know why. You, just you like, know what? You don't need to know Silver why. Fox, Something about him. Super smart. Oh, yeah. I mean, witty. my first crush ever was a cartoon. <laughs> it was the it was Gaston in Beauty Ooh. and the Beast. And he was like the evil one. Yeah, I was going to say. he was like so muscular and yeah. he ate whole eggs. Like <laughs> yeah. When air. I was a lad, I ate four yeah. dozen eggs. Yeah. I was like, that's a man <laughs> when I was little. So I that's I was always looking for what a man is. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. So what we're learning is. That's a man. So Luke, to you, that's as a, a 20-year-old, yeah. that's a man. Yeah, I loved him. Who's he played by? Scott Patterson. Okay. I don't know what he does now. Okay. He Not to be confused with, Scott isn't it Scott Peterson <laughs> who killed his wives? Yeah. I don't think that's the same guy. <laughs> I hope not. I'm going to write his name down so we can look him up later. Yep. And Pretty sure it's him. Scott Patterson. Okay. Uh, but so is that something that goes throughout the whole show? Oh, is yeah. that like a will they it's won't they? It's a will they? they won't they. But it's a slow burn and then it's rewarding. And then yeah. it has its ups and downs. And then like. What else? Oh, Lorelai's relationship with her parents is like the best arc of the whole series. Really? The grandparents are the best. It's yeah. Kelly Bishop and Richard Herman. Edward Herman? He just died. He was the dad in Richie Rich. Oh. Edward Herman, I think. I think name. I think you're right. And then uh, Kelly Bishop, who's the bum. Thank you for clarifying that he was the dad in Richie Rich. I think that's that that, more like recognition for mm-hmm. most people. Yeah, because I can picture them yeah. singing the little song to yeah. try to get them. <laughs> Ain't got a barrel of money. <laughs> Uh, I did. I do remember uh, Gilmore Girls fans lamenting his loss. Yeah, it was really sad. He wasn't even that old. But Kelly Bishop, who played his wife, she's a Broadway actress. She was mm-hmm. in the original chorus line. 
That's amazing. Phenomenal. I know that name, and I know I'd recognize her if I saw her, but I can't, like, put the name and the face together right this second. She kind of reminded me of my grandma. Like, my grandma wasn't mean, but, like, my grandma was, like, a very, like, waspy Jew in that she was, like, put together and, like, wanted things just so. Okay. So, the... So, they're kind of... Do you think that their characters ever really, like, accept the... They have moments. Is that kind of what the arc is? is? Yeah. Of, like, learning to live different lives Mm -hmm. together. Ooh. It's really beautiful. Uh, Do you find yourself uh, talking about Gilmore Girls a lot with people who are also fans? Yeah, I think if I meet a fellow Gilmore Girls fan, I feel a kindredness Mm -hmm. because we've been through it. But also if you, like, I feel it's very common with Gilmore Girls fans that they've watched the whole series many times through. That... I, from what I know and the people I know who watch it, I would absolutely say that's true. Oh, yeah. Because also there's like, a, I mean, they're, I think they're, they said something like a script for Gilmore Girls was like 120 pages because there was so much Jesus dialogue. Fucking so they yeah, you just miss so much stuff every time you, you watch it. You have to watch stuff. it that many times yeah. just to hear all the words. Yeah. That's how I feel about Scandal. I tried to watch yeah. Scandal once, just like the pilot, and I was like, ugh, everyone is talking so, so much. I, love <laughs> I just started watching it this year, but I'm all caught up. I must be a lazy TV watcher. No, I like you probably just have a lot more cool stuff Mad Men and stuff. Me. It's like super slow. Yeah, and <laughs> I gave up on Mad Men. I love Mad Men. Good stuff. Um, I mean, I like Parks... So yeah, Parks and Rec, which is can be pretty wordy, yeah, and jokey, jokey, very jokey. Um, what kinds of like does it reference other pop culture a lot? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. pop culture history things that I I had to look up so much stuff watching that. show. That's so funny. Or I would just be like, eh, I don't so know what that I is. I do think one of the criticisms it gets is that like oh people don't talk like that like people don't talk like that. That is okay. the thing that is unique to that show is everyone in the show talks like that. Okay, it's that's very them. unrealistic. Oh yeah, for it to not be like one or two characters who no, are it's very all like quippy quippy oh, fast yeah, talky. Yeah. Uh, that I can deal with. I don't like when people say no one talks like Juno yeah, because yeah. I don't think that's true. Right. Like, I think there are teenage girls yeah. who are l- like Juno and yeah. the uh, Olivia Thirlby character. I think that's the actress's name. Yeah. Um, who, like, have lingo and, They're like, quick. reference the bone collector and stuff. But I agree. But, like, her parents didn't talk like that, right. you know? Yeah, that is what is I hate unique that. to that show. I think okay. it would have been funny if they, like, plopped one character in there that was like, what? <laughs> Who? Why do you guys talk so fast? Who is that, Who is that person you're talking yeah. about? <laughs> so high That's a good show. bit. Yeah. That's a really good bit. If they ever do a reunion, ugh, maybe they'll plop someone in there. Yeah. I, I mean, Netflix is picking up <laughs> shows left and right. Love and now that. Hulu. I know. It's like Hulu's the new thing. Project. I'm very excited. I know. It's such an interesting, I feel like we're in such a shifting time for television. It's true, yet I still feel compelled to have cable. Really? I'm not ready to like that. Well, go. you love the Bravo. I love Bravo. And, and you that's, can't really watch Bravo on anything else. That would be hard to access on a regular basis yeah. without cable. Yeah. And that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, I haven't had cable in a long time, but I feel like all the things that I watch regularly are relatively easily accessed. Yeah, that makes sense. HBO is so good at it because it's like, mm-hmm. if it's on TV, it's on the website right away. Mm-hmm. But Hulu is not. You have to wait a day. I don't like that. And AMC shows are hard. AMC shows are and super hard. FX, I feel like I've stopped watching a lot of their shows yep. because they're not on yep. anything like that. I would so, agree with that. Uh, if you're listening to this, anyone high up at FX, like Help maybe work on that. I would probably watch more FX shows if they were more easily accessible. 
I would if I knew what channel FX was on. <laughs> so hard to find. Where are you? Uh, and now they got two. I don't know. Oh, boy. I haven't had cable since they had two networks. That's crazy. Um, Yeah. But I think Gilmore Girls is probably also a uh, a part of that like transition, too. Because I feel like there were probably a lot of people like you who maybe never watched it when it originally aired. Yeah, I think that is what I'm finding out from listening to Gilmore Guys because each week they have a guest on and, like, you hear everyone's sort of uh, origin yeah, story. Cool, with so this is, like, our episode of Gilmore Guys, I except wish, I'm not a two dudes. Which is so much better because also one of the dudes is watching it for the first time. Oh, so he, like, that's right. just doesn't know a lot. <laughs> Very frustrating. Is it one of them, like, a Vine... Someone who like has a huge following on Vine. I, they must be some. I think they so. must be something famous. <laughs> I don't know. I like listening to have to some them. sort of following. Yeah, and they get celebrities on the show. Yeah, yeah. right. They're LA based. Yeah. I assume. Cool. They had Jason Menzukas on, and he was oh. like a diehard Gilmore. Really? Fan, which just endeared. That's hilarious. Was, like, so I already love the Zooks. Yeah. I watched Adult Beginners last night. Oh, I haven't. Uh, it's um, it's an indie film that uh, Nick um, Kroll and Rose Byrne mm. are basically like the leads, and Rose Byrne's husband is Bobby Cannavale. Okay. Um, and uh, Jason Manzukis has a really funny uh, kind of cameo in it. The whole, Nick the Roll three is of also them. Oh, uh, I, I, as I was talking about it, I was like, as someone who appreciates like Jewish humor, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I figured you'd be a fan. Oh, I love him. He's very. It's. I mean, it's kind of because it's like this little like kind of more serious indie. Like mm-hmm. he's a um, uh, has a big product that. Uh, is like he got a lot of investors on and then um, at the very beginning of the movie he finds out that it's all a bust and he like lost all his money and all of his friends money so he has to like go and live with Rose Byrne and his sister got it that sounds interesting it's really I really liked it um, Netflix? I uh, watched it um, in shady by, by shady by illegal shady means, means. By shady illegal means. Well, I that don't I'll have lime to you wire, later. <laughs> so I don't know how to get that stuff. <laughs> I streamed it on a website oh, illegally. I can't hear I'm a that. Bad person. No, I'm just kidding. That's how I used to watch Dexter. Oh yeah, I, it's still how I watch some television shows. And Nurse Jackie, I forgot about that. There you go. Yeah. See, I, I mean, but this is, but I pay for HBO. Sure. And I, I watch too. all the HBO things on there. And I give out that password to whoever wants so it. So do I. Yeah. Because there's no limit. Absolutely. That's community. That's yes. the best thing in the world. Anyone who wants um, Netflix or HBO Go. Yep. Hit us up. Email me. Or me. Or Joe Feldman. Whoever. <laughs> I don't care. Um, but, uh, you know, yes, I just wanted to see it. Yeah. I always have conflicted, like, well, eh, who cares? I'm an artist. I should be supporting artists, but I want to see the things you know what? that I want to see. You'll pay it forward in another way. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's what I try to do. And if you ever meet anyone that was in that movie, apologize. I will. I also feel like, I mean, like, I wouldn't be talking about Adult Beginners if I hadn't watched it last night. And now I'm talking about about it. it, And now everyone who's listening to this podcast knows about it. This is me paying it forward and trying to not feel guilty about my stealing ways. (laughs) You're fine. Uh, Oh, yeah. Jason Mizzikos was in it. I was like, how did I start talking about something totally unrelated? 
Um, are there fun people who show up on Get More Girls from time to time? Yes. Uh, John Hamm is in an episode. Stop. He plays like a very boring guy. Um, <laughs> How could he? I don't know. He just does. <laughs> there is weird thing. There was like a guy who was an essential character for two seasons uh, in Rory's college years, Marty, who then I never saw on TV until he showed up in his CeCe's Pizza ad <laughs> like six years later. And I was like, oh, no, Marty. Marty no. That made me feel like man acting must be so hard. That is kind of depressing. Yeah. Whereas I have, do you, have you watched most of Parks and Rec? Oh yeah, all of it. Okay. Um, you know, the uh, guy who works at the accounting firm that Ben always lets down. Oh yeah. (laughs) Hilarious. Uh, I don't know who he is. I've recently looked at his IMDb just to like see what else he does. I think he's so funny. He's been in a few things here and there. But then I was watching Hulu one day, and he was in a Hulu ad playing, like, a really similar character. So it was a super funny ad. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not bummed by this. Like, this guy should be getting more work. Yeah, get him money. So. Yeah. But I can see how, like, (laughs) when you don't see Marty for six years and then he's chilling CCs. (laughs) Of all the pizzas in the world. It's a sad pizza. It's a really. I can't say that. I've never been there. I have no desire though. I have, but and it's, it's not, not good. good pizza. And yeah. I love pizza. And it's. I love pizza. It's not very good pizza. You know what? Tell me this. On the count of three, I'm gonna say a name of a pizza place, and then you tell me if you like it. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Papa John's. Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I love Papa John's. Andy and I fight about it all. I the time. was secretly hoping it was Papa John's because <laughs> I feel like people give me shit for liking yeah, Papa John's. Me too, and I don't want to hear that anymore. Yeah, y'all get a grip. Like, just uh, because it's not Chicago's finest, ugh, get over yourselves. It has the garlic butter is delicious. It's deli- Their crust is the crust so, is so soft and chewy and yep. tasty. Yep. Um, I think Papa John's is probably, I'd said this to someone recently and they like pushed me. Yeah. I think it's the best like big chain. Yeah, I agree. I love Papa John's. I like, I'd prefer Papa John's to Pizza Hut for sure. I prefer Papa John's to any pizza. Whoa. I mean, in Chicago, if I'm ordering pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I love Papa John's. I do too. My friend Emily just told me, she's like, I heard about this. I've been getting pizza, this new cool place. So good called jet's pizza and i was like that is shitty michigan pizza is it but she thought it was like a new find that's like so funny and she i feel like they just came to chicago i guess so but people are like really into jet's pizza but that's like where the weird kids in high school went that is that. so funny yeah. you heard it here first suck it jet's pizza. suck it jet send me some papa john's forever papa john's. <laughs> uh this is this emily walker yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She told me about Jets Pizza, and I was like, "Ugh, yawn." That's so funny. Well, you always have. I mean, I feel like now I know you have good tasted pizza chains. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta check out Gilmore Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you agree with my thoughts on pizza, you're gonna love the TV I watch because I often do them at the same time. <laughs> it's not rare that i'm eating pizza and watching gilmore girls uh you know that sounds like a good happy place yeah that's what i'm seeing it as yeah. it's like your comfort show it's so comfortable yeah i do it a lot in hotels i watch gilmore girls because that's like something i that makes me feel more at home yeah it's that's true no i love that yeah. i think that's cool i think that says a lot about a show yeah um uh, so <laughs> I'm sure there were like so many storylines that were um, the daughter and love interests, <laughs> and you're so just like, many. "What is?" Uh-huh. <laughs> so many. 
Because I don't even... Alexis, Alexis Bledel has a, a mouth thing that annoys me. I don't what know. It? It's just a is certain way that she talks, I think. Yeah, she's she kind of pouty on the show. I think that's what it is. Maybe it's like a pouty, like a... Yeah. I don't Brilliant. open my mouth much. She's so doe-eyed. Yes. And her character is so doe-eyed, and Lorelai's so strong, and Rory's so, like, she's the wind. She goes with wherever the wind blows. Is that infuriating as a viewer of the show? Um, not infuriating, but, like, annoying? I think I've accepted it. Okay. But so I'm not charmed. <laughs> a lot of the time when she's trying to be charming, I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah, that she seems... She gets everything. Ugh. That seems hard to get past. Yeah. But I guess I just have a love for her, but also I am annoyed. I mean... It's difficult. It's complex. It's like my own... It's a mother-daughter relationship. That's cute. Rory. Yeah. Um, do you... Uh, oh, I forgot. I had a good thought, and then it's gone from it's me. okay. It'll come back. Um, it was something about R- Rory. Rory. <laughs> Uh, does she, did she, is there growth by the end? Or do you think she's still just kind of She goes windy? through, like, a weird time. There's, like, a season where her and Lorelai aren't talking. Whoa. That's a very intense season. But, so she does go through some growth. But I always felt like in their fights, she never really owned up to her shit. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. It's very, you always want someone to take responsibility for what, they're, yeah. what they've done. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of whether it's a real person or a fictional character. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's all the same. I think so, too. I do think that is, uh, yeah, I think that's a good mark of a show, too. Like, see, being able to see yourselves and other people yeah. in what you're watching. For sure. I think that's a strength of uh, parenthood the thing that well. o- Oh, really? The thing that always bothered me about Lorelai and Luke, the storyline, was that, like, I and, and I guess Rory, too, and... A thing in general that bothers me <laughs> is when, like, you see the you see the love interest situation, and then you re- then the character is like, "Oh, I never thought about that." Oh, and it's right. been three seasons. Even when you have a friend that's like, "Oh, he likes me," I never realized and you're like, that. And are you're like, Come you on. fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I, I literally like I, when I was single. I feel like every man I met, I'd be like, "Could I marry him? Could he convert? <laughs> is this my person? No, it's my Papa John's pizza delivery guy." <laughs> I called him here. That's why yeah. he's here. He didn't come, <laughs> he didn't come because he just wanted to sweep me off my feet. Uh, but he is with this delicious yes. garlic butter. <laughs> butter. <laughs> It's true. I think their cheese is good too. Their cheese is great. I love the um, Alfredo pizzas, I've the never chicken had and it. the uh, the uh, yeah Spanish Alfredo pizza. That sounds good. Their breadsticks good. are good. If you're ever looking for, you know, if you're feeling Papa John's, but yeah. you're thinking, oh, maybe I want to mix it up a little. Yeah. I think their Alfredo pizzas are Sometimes delicious. I'm like, just give me those cheesy breadsticks. <laughs> And PJ. bring a pizza. But <laughs> I'm my, really just gonna eat I'm the breadsticks. Focus on those breadsticks. This um, is making me so hungry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. We also did it right before like dinner-ish time. It's great. Um, th- I remember what I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna say that I feel like when I was single, and when I look back on it, there were guys that like I'm pretty sure were interested. Because, like, I'm not stupid. Like, right. I'm an adult woman. And I'm pretty sure that there, there were guys who were, like, if not as interested in me, at least showed, like, some interest that I also reciprocated. Sure. But then, like, nothing would ever nothing happen. Yeah. And I feel like I've been trying to preach recently, like, 
dudes and ladies, if you feel this way, we are all adult humans who know, like, how feelings work and interactions happen. So, like, if you think someone's feeling you, just go for it. Go for it. That's, I mean, Dan Savage always says that. Really? Being an adult. I need to start listening to Savage Oh, he's so great. He's so smart. I've, eloquent. Yeah. That's how I feel as well about, quote, modern love. Yeah. I mean, and any relationship. just, Just communicate. Just communicate. What's worse that can happen? You'll feel something. <laughs> you know? Good or bad. You'll deal with it. You'll move on. Uh, is uh, uh, Gilmore Girls a uh, you'll feel something regardless kind of show? Um, Laughing and crying? I mean, the tears are few and far between. Really? But when they happen, they're meaningful. Interesting. Yeah. I would have seen it more as like a There's some after tears. school type uh, when we're going through t- troubles no, kind of like show. No, it's not like that. Interesting. So that is, I feel like, a lyric from the opening song. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Carol King. Carol King is on the show. Wow. Yeah, she comes in like late in the series. Okay. She's yeah, pretty cool. Uh, so it's more of like a light-hearted kind of romp. I, I don't want to call it a light-hearted <laughs> romp. I don't know what to call it. Because for me, like Parenthood, absolutely is a show that when you watch it, you best expect to cry at right. least once. I've heard that about <laughs> yeah. Parenthood. Um, I don't think it's like that, but I think you will. I do think you will feel something. Oh, you know who else is on Gilmore Girls? The guy. Did you ever watch True Blood? Mm, I saw a couple of episodes of the first season. Then I will not be able to explain. Cross <laughs> Alexander a guy. Scars Guard. It's not Scars Guard. <laughs> it's not him. Suki. There's another Suki two people named Suki. I know that's true. Suki Stackhouse and Suki St. James. What were those? I don't know. I don't know anyone in real life with that name. I know people who named their dog after the True Blood one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Ugh. Come on. Uh, so what's your favorite, uh, do you have a singular favorite episode that you think you've watched the most? Oof, that's tough. Oh, there is a great season finale. I think it's season three finale that's like the culmination of the Luke and Lorelei. Ooh. And also the Rory and Dean plotline. Dean. Dean, her first boyfriend, um, where like Rory does her first really dubious thing, and Lorelai is like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that's the best. She like lied about where she was going or something like. Do you that. want me to spoil it? I don't care. She Rory has sex with Dean. She loses her virginity <sighs> to Dean, but Dean is her ex boyfriend from high school, and he's married. No. Yeah. He got married straight out the gate. Straight out the gate. Rebound. So, ugh, Dean, Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hate these people already. I know. And then Lorelai has to be like, "You." That's s- fucked up. You suck. You. So like, shitty. they were newlyweds essentially. Yeah. And he just they hopped off the wagon. Romance, yeah. <sighs> wow. And that's like the first time Lorelai's like, "Rory, you're stupid." You yeah. Stupid. I mean, that's a pretty fucked up <laughs> thing. Totally. <laughs> And I feel like that is at the core of who Rory is. She just goes with what she wants and doesn't and think, does about think about repercussions. And I'm all about like doing what you want and feel good, but like you know, other people are as important as you. Yeah, are. you yeah. ain't the star of your life. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, if everyone—that's the uh, question of the definition of freedom. I think is uh, some people would define freedom as doing uh, whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And uh, probably more accurate description of freedom is do whatever the fuck you want as long as it's not impending the freedoms of, of other others. People. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. 
Yeah. But then you get into like, well, you know, what is religious freedom? Because does someone else's actions actually impede your religious people. freedom? Yeah. Ugh. See? So complicated. <laughs> and that's what Gilmore Girls is all about. Exactly. Religious freedom. What happened to Dean and Lindsay? They divorce because Lindsay finds out about Rory. The cheating. The cheating. And Did then, they... of course, Rory and Dean don't work out. I was going to say, like, but then they don't rekindle. She's going to Yale. <laughs> she, the commute's too much. The logistics I can't believe they did these storylines with these people who are that young. Yeah. There's it's pretty crazy. It's supposed to be like 19. Yeah. 18, 19. Yeah. It's and like wild. cheating on their wives. Yeah. Oh, and I think, actually, I don't know how close Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel are in age, but I know that Alexis Bledel's best friend on the show, this girl named Lane, mm-hmm. who. I think her real name is Keiko something. She was mm-hmm. on Scandal this year. Uh, she's like <laughs> much older than her in the series and they play the same age. Oh, that's funny. She's like a grown adult woman. Yeah, I would think Alexis Bledel was older than Rory when she started the I think role. So too. But otherwise, I think they'd probably be close yeah. age wise. Because Lauren Graham was probably 30s. Mid 30s yeah. when she started doing that. Yeah. She. <sighs> I just love her so much. She's the best. <laughs> uh, she, yeah. Her, I mean, her. a lot of her storylines on. I just really think you would watch Parent. I will, I will watch Someone's got to, like, chime in yeah. who has seen both and say, like, yeah. yes, Lauren Graham's character is very similar because everything you're saying sounds a lot like. But she also is kind of a fuck-up on yeah. parenthood i mean she's kind of a fuck up on gilmore girls so in which case i really think they're similar i gotta watch it where is stars hollow connecticut okay i was asking yeah i was gonna do so you think it's just kind of a small town thing that dean and Lindsay just got hopped up right and got away? hit how do people not yeah. watch that and be like what are you doing i guess a lot of people probably did say that i feel like, <laughs> I feel like that was sort of discussed. <laughs> i also thought it was funny because they made dean's character they introduced him in the, in the pilot and he's like fresh to stars hollow via chicago oh but then like like a season later he gets in a fight with someone and he's like this is my town oh okay like, Dean, you were this is in chicago not your town a year ago <laughs> But I also, like, never believed he was from Chicago. <laughs> I don't know. Did he just seem two stars hollow? Yeah. I mean, they put him in a leather jacket, so <laughs> that was not very stars hollow. But it also, I don't know. Who dreamy. played Dean? Oh, gosh. What is his? Jared Padalecki. Yeah, yeah. I thought that there were love interests of hers that were, like, kind of those WB heartthrob yeah, guys. Yeah, WB heartthrob. Because he, he was also supernatural dude yeah. with, um, sh- Shane. I have no idea. I've never watched Supernatural. I haven't either, but it's another, another one of those shows that people get. Another one of those super. like beautiful boys that are trapped yeah. in the WB <laughs> that are for sure 15 years older than the characters. They Absolutely. Play. Yes. Yeah. I mean, is Supernatural still happening? Didn't it like just recently? I don't know. It's I just either heard s- that Vampire Diaries is still on and that blew my mind. I'd, there are shows that happen and we don't know they're happening. We don't know they're <laughs> happening and they have fans. They, they have, have Huge fan bases. Yep. If if Supernatural isn't still on the air, I uh, can guarantee that it ended within the last, like, year or two. Yeah. I can't. I have no idea. Which is kind of baffling, yeah. if you think about it. There, that network is a machine. The CW. This is the CW WB. now. Yeah. Yeah. CW. Now without frogs. <laughs> Putting a... Uh, uh, Ron Coden out of <laughs> <laughs> My... Childhood friends, father. 
folk singer Ron Coden. So he did the. They hired him because he had the the voice. Yeah, the voice, yeah. The voice of a frog. <laughs> yeah, <I guess> so. <laughs> Pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think of other good uh, uh, Gilmore Girls like tidbits that I can ask about. Um, he's Luke and Lorelai's one of your favorite arcs. Yep. Um. <laughs> Truly, though, Kelly Bishop. Emily Gilmore, the grandmother, is the best person. Do you on think that that's your fave character? Fave character, hands down. Just that that grandmother figure is something that resonates with you. Yeah, I mean, not even like uh, yeah. She just she's not even that much my grandmother. She's just so precisely perfect. Like mm. everything she does is so perfect. She's so she just tells it all how yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. Her mannerism. She's a great actress, Kelly Bishop. I, I sometimes watch old videos of her singing in a chorus line. Of course, she sings you at do. the ballet. She's so good. <laughs> um, my roommate does that with Streisand videos. Oh, I love Barbara Streisand. She watches a lot, a lot of old like. Does uh, she follow her on Instagram? Ooh, good question. Uh, probably not because she told me recently that she doesn't follow enough like celebrities on oh, Instagram. Streisand is a great follow. I will recommend that yeah. to her. She posted a picture last week of like it was like her dog but in a sushi roll (laughs) like you know her assistants do it yeah right 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 right. but it's still entertaining nonetheless to think about barbara streisand like figuring out photoshop (laughs) getting the idea yeah it's funny how there's uh, like you never know with social media anymore who's doing people's Uh accounts yeah like for sure not beyonce yeah she's not doing hers There's i i like watching when beyonce posts pictures on instagram i like reloading it and watching the likes go from like two thousand ten thousand <laughs> one million like they go it go if you just like refresh every two seconds within seconds it's and it's insane that is insane fun to that's watch. kind of terrifying i have a lot of fun but <laughs> tons of friends tons of stuff to do uh nice papa name <laughs> john, papa john. <laughs> i love how you couch that in like i'm gonna say it Jane. i don't know why <laughs> i wanted to make it a game but it seemed fun <laughs> i loved it because you wanted to get my true reaction yeah you didn't just i didn't want, want you to have time to think about it and I'm sick of people hating on Papa John's. <laughs> over it. I feel like you're, I love this because I feel like it really does go hand in hand with Gilmore Girls. Because I just hear yeah. people talk shit about that show so much. Yeah. And I'm here to say no guilty in pleasure. <laughs> oh. Do what you want. Yes. I think that's great. Yeah. Just if you like a thing, don't feel. Yeah. Who cares? Why is guilty pleasure such a like. I don't know. People Buzzword. need to couch the things they like in case, like in that phrase, in case people are judgmental. I don't know. But it's like you still do it. Yeah, you're still doing it. Do you feel guilty while you're doing it? No. You couldn't possibly. I don't think so either. No. If if you did, you probably wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it, or yeah. At least not as willingly. No. I hate when people are like, oh, it's my guilty pleasure. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Own just it. watch Gilmore Girls. Just watch Gilmore Girls. Eat that pizza. <laughs> I feel the same way, man. Yeah. Live life to the fullest. Fuck the haters. Fuck uh, the haters. Yeah, fuck uh, let's see. Um, was th- did you when you watched the last season uh, feel like betrayed at all, or what? Mm-hmm. How do you feel your loyalty to the show affected how you felt about it being a little less satisfying? Well, I think at the time when I was watching it, I wasn't aware of the creative shift oh. or the drama. So I think I might have noticed that it felt different. But couldn't put your finger on it. Right. And now rewatching it. And I'm 
in the middle of rewatching the series as I always am. Do you go through in order when you watch it? Yes. That is great. I have to. I love. So how many times have you been through it? Dozen. A do- at, at least. Yeah. That is. Because it's the thing I always watch when I have nothing to watch. Yeah. That's crazy and I, like, to me. I need to have I've like never noise. watched anything that many times. Really? No. Oh man, I watch not even close. So much stuff. I think it's just I I say this on the podcast a lot, but I don't rewatch things very often just because I feel like there's so many things that I don't watch. Totally. That I need to. And that's good. I think I and I I often do it when I need to do other things. Yeah. Like, I like if I'm cleaning my apartment, mm-hmm. I'll put on Gilmore Girls. Something where I don't need to like super pay attention. That's fair. If I'm like puttering around on my Because I don't really know what I do. I guess I put on baseball for those things. I can't do it. <laughs> During baseball season, I throw on a baseball game and like answer emails or clean my apartment. That or noise fold. stresses me out. Really? Sports noise really stresses really? me out. Really? Yeah, and it's like the default channel in our house. Mm-mm. And I hear it and I mute the TV. <laughs> that's so I'm, funny. I don't like it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Hey. No guilt. No guilt. That's not my pleasure. <laughs> it's not. Uh, okay, I guess that makes more sense. It's just your go-to for background yeah. TV. But, like, I definitely watch it a lot. But you can still find yourself, like, tuning in to hear some of the yeah, or like I need hundreds to like, of pages of dialogue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if I'm, like, in the other room and I know, like, a thing that I like seeing or a line that I like. Sure. back in. That's... I can't imagine being that familiar with seven seasons of a television show. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Because I love Parks and Recreation. Yeah. And I've absolutely seen every episode more than once. Yep. But nowhere near dozens of times. Well, it's a newer show. It is. You have time to become That's probably true. true. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> um, and also, I feel like when I was getting into Gilmore Girls, it was there was just less on. Like, there was just less saturation. There was uh, like... Every, I just kept it on the DVR. There were less oh, shows, less, like, that's less very Hulu, true. less Netflix. That's Those are, I was getting my Netflix true. in the mail during that right. time. Right. This was before instant streaming. Sure. And, but, yeah, okay, okay, that's so, fair. So, you know, from four to eight, mm-hmm. I'm watching Gilmore Girls <laughs> that are saved on my, DVD, or my DVR. Right, yeah. instead of just the uh, Gilmore Girls uh, Everwood that <laughs> yeah. was going to happen back-to-back anyway. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, okay. How do you feel like Gilmore Girls has influenced you both creatively and your life in general? Your love thereof. My love thereof. Uh, Creatively, I think Gilmore Girls has definitely let me feel like I can, that there is a way to tactfully be high reference when you're improvising or writing. Like, because... It's safe to assume most people will know what you're talking about. And it's fun to, like, see if people know what you're talking about. I like throwing in a little, a, like, weird reference here or there in an improv show and seeing, like, what one person is like, oh, yeah. I, I love that. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I try to do things like that, too. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, for instance, in Adult Beginners last night, the line that made me laugh the most was um, Bobby Cannavale and Nick Kroll's characters are sitting on the couch. And Bobby Cannavale is like, um what are you going to do, man? Like asking about like his future and they're both stoned at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and Nick Kroll's character answers. And he's got a little bowl of like snacks and you're like, and he's, he's just says, well, first I'm going to be eat 
all the cheddar bunnies in the fucking universe. <laughs> like, the fact that it was such a specific cheddar yeah, bunnies reference, instead of saying, harder. like, goldfish, yeah, yeah. me and my roommate both die. Yeah. Especially because they have a little kid, and that's mm-hmm. such a, like, little kid snack. Cheddar bunnies is a great thing to eat as a nanny. That's exactly, Stephanie na- said that is snacks. a nanny snack. <laughs> Love nanny snacks. <laughs> See, though? Yeah. Like, that's a reference that yeah. hits so hard. I think that's, I think, yeah, that's a, a good to like know that a show kind of I feel like Gilmore Girls might have been one of the first shows to give permission to like be so high reference because even fair. on like Mindy Project one of like Adam Pally's character quotes Borat sometimes oh that's I funny like you never could have done that before yeah. not like you need to do that no specifically ever but but it also colors characters yeah well I mean background. we talked about the fact that Gilmore Girls is just everyone across the board <laughs> yeah. but in that case I'm sure it's like oh Adam Pally's character is the kind of guy who would Watch quote Borat, Borat yeah. a lot yeah totally yeah, um, and in life, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Probably communication. Communication is, like, what something I'm very, uh, I guess, obsessed with. I don't know. I harp on it a lot about communicating and, like, the power of communication. And I think Gilmore Girls is a very communicative show. Like, there's never, like, stewing, wondering. No one's, like, trying to be a mind reader. It's a lot of, like... That's interesting. Confrontation. I, I also... I keep coming back to it, but I think parenthood is similar in that, like... When things are happening in their family, more often than not, you're going to hear them talked about. Yeah. And I think that's, like, in a lot of ways, realistic for, like, healthy family relationships. It's the only way to move forward. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for sharing this with me. Thank you for letting me talk (laughs) so much about Gilmore Girls. Uh, I couldn't have been happier. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry I'm not two Gilmore guys. No, this is better than Gilmore Guys. You're a great Gilmore pal. A Gilmore gal. I gotta start throwing it on. Yeah, please do. I Maybe I'll make it, uh, I'll, but I feel like I wouldn't be able to follow if I made it like my background TV. You gotta just start at the beginning. <laughs> do it with your boyfriend. You'll both be like, ugh, we don't want to, and then you'll be rushing home to watch it. It's very sexy. Yeah? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not That's what all. I'll tell him. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to get me in the mood. Yeah, tell him that. And then I'll be like, ugh. <laughs> no, it, no. You know, it would really get us in the mood. Some pepper jams. Pepper <laughs> Oh, Joe Feldman. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this with me. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. Uh, do you feel like there's anything that you'd be remiss if you didn't mention? Um, I'll probably have that thought like in 20 minutes. Uh, text it to car. me. Great. And I'll say it in the intro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, uh, Joe was really upset that she forgot. Oh, you know what? I do have one thing I want to say. Yes! In rewatching Gilmore Girls, my old roommate Drew Anderson just watched the whole series for the first time. Mm-hmm. So happy to be along for someone's journey their mm-hmm. first time. And he noticed, <laughs> and I know, I've noticed it the last couple of times I've rewatched that there is like some slight homophobic Bummer. content because it's like of a different time. Yes. And it's like okay to call someone's bag gay. <sighs> it's so off putting. I've heard that about people rewatching Friends. Yeah, oh, for so sure. People have cited a lot of like homophobia and like, um, like, misogyny like very casual misogyny yep that was that's a weird thing to notice rewatching a show you love so much that's like a little disheartening (sighs) but it's of the time it's so it is yeah it's 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 hard to justify in retrospect but you just have to be but like if you're watching that show now yeah if it were airing now the fact that it would 
probably be addressed yeah. in some way or just avoided or like I you know for better or worse written about on the internet yeah that's got to be a good thing yeah for sure progress for it to have happened that I quickly think if Gilmore Girls happened now there would like be it would be a hopefully far more colorful cast, cast. of characters yeah. They're Maybe definitely like lacking Jewish in people. diversity. Definitely lacking in. It's just mostly like diversity. white middle class wasp. I mean, people. people that live in Connecticut. You know, yeah. Not to make generalizations. No. About Connecticut. I know Alana Plan is from Connecticut. And she's Jewish. Alana Gordon. Uh yes. Uh, that is that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So that's hard to rewatch. I think all of that. So that's take fair. that with a grain of salt when you're rewatching. Know that it is definitely of its time of the early 2000s and things were different good to know gtk <laughs> gtk uh and with that <laughs> thank you for remembering and adding that because i think that's important to think about yeah especially if you're being like oh watch this show watch this show yeah i definitely don't <laughs> want people to be like joe feldman is cool with she must call a lot of bags gay. <laughs> uh, not anymore not since 2004 uh joe feldman i love you He's and i mean that <laughs> Let's go get pizza. Love it. This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.